Hello again, everybody. This is uh, Jason Powers. <clears throat> it's about, let's see, 1.45 in the morning. Uh, so, this is going to be a quick, I don't know how quick, analysis of uh, the Bannon situation. Just got off the a Discord with uh, my favorite friends, so I'll, uh, I'll leave their names undisclosed to protect the protect the innocent from the guilty people and parties in uh, Washington, D.C., but they, too, agree uh, that uh, uh, Stephen K. Bannon will likely face uh, 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 a guilty verdict, and then, uh, then it becomes a matter of whether the D.C. court will sentence him to a minimum of, uh, well, it can be as little as 30 days, he's got two counts and up to 24 months. <clears throat> the whole argument here would be to uh, see uh, what uh, transpires during this trial and whether and how much uh, Bannon um, actually puts up a, a defense, which they've taken away a lot of his uh, um, defenses uh, in a, what is a show trial because the body that called him to... Um, to account the contempt of Congress, the committee that was formed was not constitutionally conform uh, is not does not conform to a body that could bring such uh, charges or levy such accusations because um, <clears throat> by statute there there's a committee that ha there's a process that ha Congress has to go through, namely it has to have 13 members and it, you know in other words there isn't a statutory they don't have the statutory authority uh, in their in their purview in this particular case. But no matter, we're in D.C. now. Things don't matter. Things like that, and and also other circumstances, are not going to be uh, <clears throat> weighed accordingly. And oh, by the way, this doesn't happen. And has uh, there's been other situations where we've had people who were held in great contempt, and yet nothing was done. Uh, when I say great contempt, uh, you can think of uh, Eric Holder. There's been various uh, administrations who have had uh, people who uh, have uh, been a part of those administrations who then no longer, uh, after the administration uh, or even during the administration, have been brought uh, up on contempt charges. And yet, nothing has been done by the DOJ. But this time, it's, this time is different because, you know, we... Uh, we're under a, we've been under a coup slash um, um, hostile takeover from the various powers from D.C. to corporations to the World Economic Forum and, and ostensibly China. That's an angle, by the way, that we haven't really pursued because Bannon was one of the few people who the Chinese Communist Party, <clears throat> when uh, Biden took over office, immediately um, sanctioned. Um, you know, basically can't travel, can't go there, can't be a part, can't be anywhere near, uh, China did that, the CCP. So that also plays in here because of uh, Joe Biden's uh, obvious, and uh, obvious to Joe Biden's obvious disdain because he's been a, uh, uh, <laughs> he's been doing so many dirty deals through his son and, and whatnot and his brother that it just stands a reason that this is all political vendetta, and of course Bannon is the, 
the voice that uh, drives the movement that's keeping this country at least uh, pointed in the direction of of a uh, of a revolution of a peaceful uh, protest of getting ideas out there and to vote vote out the vote out the evil that's currently running our country. That said, um, that's easier said than done. So that's that's part of this. The biggest part of this is the political. Uh, uh, analysis or the political uh, positioning, and I think Bannon has has uh, maybe made the intent upon this to to take the take the hit uh, to fall on his sword in a way, and it's not a it's a risky proposition. By the way, it's not a it's not a pr- proposition that should be easily taken up because, <clears throat> and I can I'm gonna actually use my own personal history here so I've been arrested but what I haven't failed to tell many people was so on April 30th of uh, 2001 I turned myself in uh, at that point I was in violation of a, a protective order but I turned myself in on the case that was stated the cops didn't come and kick my door down the cops didn't come and arrest me I turned myself in <clears throat> that didn't get me anywhere as a matter of fact, I got a, I would say, a very harsh sentence for what would, in my case, would be a process crime. Because if you go back through my documentation, you would find that what I did, albeit seemingly a, you know, heinous crime and on paper, to get into the details of it, you would find it's rather benign, but be that as it may. The key here is, is there's been many people who have willingly took their lumps, and um, initially, and by the way, this this is no light-hearted thing. So, I was initially charged with a misdemeanor, and they made me do the entire misdemeanor charge, which led to so I I wound up doing 86 of 90 days. That's just just because when they brought me before uh, court, that's when they brought the felony charge. <clears throat> so the upgrade, so to speak, with some more misdemeanors. So there's one felony and three misdemeanor violations, as they put it. And of course, my PD was quick to want me to plead out to that. He never served me because. Well, I mean, the retainer that I had had on the initial lawyer <laughs> didn't give me any. But that's another story. But here's where the problem is. is so when you uh, put yourself in the hands of the court, you also uh, face uh, the sentencing. The sentencing guidelines in federal courts are very uh, interesting and how they apply, and judges have wide latitude. They don't have to follow the guidelines. That's a prosecutor can rep- recommends uh, a sentence, and judges routinely over sentence and routinely under sentence. So it's a run. It's a, a very um, 
difficult analysis to see what they would do. Now, that sentence will be tied to, now they said, this is a, I don't know what this judge is like, but uh, it's been proffered that, because it's a Trump appointee, he'll be lenient, we don't really know. They, there's a lot of, a lot of misnomers about judges, and certainly about what their uh, <laughs> allegiance is to who appointed them, and certainly who they represent. And of course, some liberals will say, well, that just means he'll, he'll let Bannon skate, uh, which would be a minimum of 30 days. And then there's other who's, who may see it otherwise. So the calculus here, though, and this is this is depends upon how Democrats view this, and I think that's going to infuse because they can get to a judge, and by that I mean uh, incentivize him or her. I don't. I'm not going to pretend I know who the judge is sitting on this case is. So let's just say it's a he. So say the conviction is uh, done by August which it probably will be because this will be a short trial. If that's the case, then, then it's a matter of what time does abandon surrender. So let's just say, when I say surrender, or whether he gets taken into custody that day, then begins a sentence right then and there. He lives in D.C. and has lived in D.C., or at least he is at, at present. So <clears throat> that will feed... Uh, the, the, the state, D.C., so what would they want? Would they want him in, they would want him in that jail, and they would probably want him out of the picture for the duration of the election, so at least. So September, October, that's two months, uh, and then August, so three. So let's just say Bannon is they'll probably try to at least give him four or five months. That's at least, that's the least in. Now, if they're really desperate and they're really stupid, they'll try to max him out, which could be a minimum of one year, because that's the charge, but since there's two counts, they can run them, run them wild and give them two years. And you have to do 85, most federals, I think federal guidelines you have to do 85 percent I'm not mistaken so of the time plus fines plus I don't know what the fines are on this they probably can easily manage I'm on my bike so it's loud sorry uh, hold on a second so it's still going so <clears throat> those are just the facts of what he could be facing. The political strategy here may be for him to do that. There's another problem. So, they take him out of the picture. The Democrats aren't done. Obviously, they're trying to go after Trump. For those who, I mean, and I'm talking about Democrats, I'm talking about the, actually, the Democrats and Republicans that are currently up for a re-election and hate this guy, hate, the, hate this guy, President Trump, <laughs> with all their hearts and have and they want to make an example out of him and there's many on there that, that is a calculus too 
because while they're losing, there's so many, even on the Democratic side, that despise what's going on in the country, will will uh, will cheer if they can get Trump into a jail cell because they think that's where he belongs. So, or indicted at least. Whether they get him in a jail cell, that's another difference. But <clears throat> they will certainly they would they would do that, especially because they want to cause instability, more instability with everything else. And then they'll use that instability to exploit the rest of us because that's what they've been doing the whole time. They don't care really what happens to any of us, just by the way. But they certainly care about power and maintaining it. I gotta change this gear here. Hold on a second. So, <clears throat> they're willing to throw everything everyone away to get what they want and that's going to be <clears throat> an issue because if people feel like Trump is being attacked some people won't process that right and that's what they're hoping for <clears throat> so the maintaining of sanity of course with everything else that's going wrong in the world or certainly being used as a means to destabilize us to hide the financial fraud that's being perpetrated because they're bankrupting us by the way that's why they're hell-bent on trying to get that that's why they really get shitty with Joe Banchin because they don't want responsibility right now they want they want to they want to have spendthrift so I think he's aware of that Maybe he has a little bit of sanity left, but not much. That being said, don't be surprised if something magically changes. Because he may be told it doesn't make any difference anymore. Because uh, they're planning on collapsing this all in. The Europe, Japan, us. Uh, just because. I don't know how quickly they can do that. or But they're trying to control the collapse while they exploit us, take away our assets, and then consolidate. And they're using any and every means necessary to keep us distracted, up to and including prosecuting presidents, political advisors, political enemies. And they've already shown, you know, there's a reason why Boris and the Italian guy and uh, all these leaders are being um, replaced. They've served their useful purpose to get them as far as they can. Now they're going to bring in the next next idiot. And that next idiot's going to be even more authoritarian and probably be expected to do even more drastic things. And under the cover of uh, emergency. That's why they keep on seeing all these you know, pandemics and poxes and everything else in between. So it's not a... Uh, <clears throat> It's going to be very un unenviable what we're going to go through here uh, in terms of how we're going to have to deal with this. And uh, many people are going to have some real shocks to deal with. And the people that are aware of this are going to have to be um, a calming influence. Which I say that 
knowing that I don't always feel very calm about things because uh, not only is it just this country, but this uh, this uh, current state of affairs is being terraformed underneath of us. Certainly, our rights are being stripped from us. They don't want to have anybody. There are the they the left has decided, and the leftist ideologues and the or let's just put it this way, the globalist people who or Mr. Globalist Parasite, that'll mash up two things, Mr. Globalist Parasite has decided that communism and fascism really work well together, especially if you need to use it to exploit the final resources from the middle class and, and terraform to get further control. And sadly enough, the most authoritarian countries that are, or the less, they're not free, but they're nationalistic the Russias and the Chinas and the Irans and Brazil and a few others uh, around the globe, but not that many. These places are like Saudi Arabia. They want their own dominion. They want control over their own uh, affairs. They don't want to be a part of this globalist shit show. So they're they're forming an anti. They're forming a globalist, but yet anti anti collapsitarian situation. That doesn't mean they aren't authoritarian. It doesn't mean that they aren't bad people, or when I say bad people, bad governments. The people themselves aren't bad, but the people that run the run the shows are. They're just they're just in a they're being put into a negotiation where they're like, uh, we have enough firepower to fend off your bullshit, especially Russia, and they do have enough firepower. That's what's pissing the. And I think that's what's been going on, especially with uh, Ukraine. Ukraine's just a, a silly pawn in the situation. Of course, that's why we're pumping billions there. But I'm getting off track here. So all that, all that other stuff, just one big uh, political theater. Even Bannon is political theater, but that's used for um, domestic ways to destabilize the United States further because. People will start to think, well, there's no rule of law. You can't get a fair trial. Uh, charges are being brought and tried and convicted. You can try and convict somebody like him or Trump. And then what chance do you stand against the powers of the state? And these people are all about showing you how much power they have. Certainly in the bluer, bluer districts. But the red districts are starting to catch up or want to catch up. Uh, because they're also being infiltrated by blue assets. Now granted, the country is shifting right underneath them and that's what pisses them off because they know they, they knew this was going the propaganda was worn off in some some respects but in other respects it's it's probably permanently set in. So it's just a matter of convincing more and more people to uh, align themselves to thinking it this isn't about the politics of of uh, left and right. This is about do you want to have freedom? Do you want to have the ability to move about without a, being attached to a social credit and currency policy that's going to be driven by some minion that works in Washington, D.C., who whenever they feel like it, they can just shut your money off and throw you in jail and come up with a process crime and say, well, you violated the process crime, so off you go to the gulags, and they'll build the gulags. Don't worry. Keeps them busy. <coughs> um because they they've that was the whole problem that was the whole thing the push last 
at the beer at the beginning of the Biden administration was about HR one and HR five. These these they wanted to federalize elections. They wanted to add DC. They wanted to have a. They they still are trying to uh, turn DC into a total control state because that's why they want to assign uh, power to Mayor Bauer, uh, Muriel Bauer, the National Guard powers. That convenient, by the way. See, uh, you know, we all know about J6. Trump offered to provide them with National Guard troops and support the day before, and she rejected it in writing, and she reiterated it in the letter that she responded with. You'll never hear that out of the J6 committee, along with all kinds of other shit. But that isn't. It's a show trial. It's just they know that they, they have enough. They have a minimum number of eyeballs out there that watch that stuff and believe whatever the media still sells them. So that's what we're fighting against. And of course, you know, there is a host of people that would, what makes the, 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 the they have to keep some promises. And the one promise that they promise to these, uh, some of the, the most delusional or TDS people is to put Trump, Trump in jail. So if they can get him on an indictment or get Bannon to say anything that against Trump, which I hope uh, hope Bannon has enough, I think, intestinal fortitude to just ignore that. I'm not suggesting he would betray that, but I could understand if he did. I really could. Because where he's going, there is a probability he could die. I mean, it just, there is. It's usually doesn't, I mean, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, he died in custody. So it does happen. I'm not saying it's uh, a real big, but it is Washington D.C. and it's in the, under the control of you're at the heart of evil. And of course, you know, if uh, they if they think that they can gain something from doing something, they'll do it. I'm just saying. And whatever that angle is, some people don't think that that angle is clearly defined. Well. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. It certainly isn't always defined immediately, but it may. It, it's about timing and what they can. If if they're desperate and they want to, if they want to cause an uproar, or they think they've reached a point or breaking point, and they also have seeded out a plan to cause de, uh, destabilizing forces, and of course they did that with J6. So why wouldn't they do that on the cusp cusp of of doing something uh, despicable uh, to a leader, you know, make a martyr out of somebody. I'm not suggesting that they would do that. I mean, they'd have to, they would have to have a lot of reasons to do that because normally that would only enrage and unify, but maybe they think they, maybe they got a, maybe they think they got a better shot of, uh, of uh, winning, when I say winning uh, the, with the destabilization plan if Bannon is no longer around. Like I said, that's just a hypothesis. That's going to happen at all. They, they may just want him out of the way for the election because he's a voice. He's a leading voice uh, towards that cause. And going after one particular person has always served them well in terms of uh, reaching their motivations. Whereas, and then obviously Trump, just to say they're doing that Trump, they might not technically convict, but that isn't really all that, that much of a problem for them.
So, you know, that's where we're at. Hello. Much. So anyway, we are we're in a on the precipice of a lot of things in terms of where we're heading to, and a lot of things that stand out are oh, what you say, um, life-altering. Uh, there's going to be some permanency to this stuff. It's amazing. I, I think back like three years ago in uh, 2019, about this time. Um, it's just amazing uh, thinking about what I was thinking about then and what I'm thinking about now. Um, everybody's had to shift so much from a period of where the angst was, you know, it was out there. Is it, it, it just for example, this particular date around this particular time? Uh, the <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein was still alive, by the way. Uh, he was still alive and kicking. He had just been arrested about two weeks before this, so, and uh, a, a guy named Robert Mueller hadn't even testified before Congress yet. He did that in uh, uh, July 25th. Only reason why I remember that kind of a date, because I, I do remember doing a video at that time, and I can remember what I was thinking about that time frame. And uh, it was a very different circumstance. And I got a story here to tell, but I had to wait a little bit because I was uh, being monitored. So, this is, this is the, the country I'm living in now. This is the United States of America. So, I just got uh, targeted again while I was on my bike. I'm about a, you know, maybe a half mile from my house. I'm on my bike. It's, yeah, it is early in the morning, but... An officer come over. I'm just standing here on my bike doing this podcast. He pulls over, turns on his light, walks across the street and asks me, you know, I, I saw you driving around and I was just curious as to, you know, <laughs> what, you, what you're up to. Can I do an ID check? So, of course, you know, I give him my wallet, let him look at it. He said, can I have, you know, I have my wallet. I said, well, can I? He's like, yeah, go ahead. I mean... He flashed his light, and I told him why I was out here. I was doing a podcast, and, you know, so you're getting this in real time. So he, he, he said, okay. And he said, well, and I told him, well, it's a nice night. Sometimes I like to go outside and, and do these things. I don't like to do it. That I, where I live at, there's a parking lot behind it, and I, I could go out and walk around the parking lot and do the same thing. But I like to use my bike sometimes because, you know, I still live in the United States of America. I think, you know, that kind of thing kind of matters you know I'm not used to being you know I guess we live in such strange times now that uh, in the last two or three weeks I've gotten uh, eyeballed by cops and the last time last time the guy you know he he said that someone had stolen a bike and he used that as an excuse he couldn't even be straightforward and honest with me this guy was at least straight up and just said I just want to do ID check I thought you were lost or something You're like yeah I'm lost I'm just standing out here <laughs> on my bike with my phone in my hand <laughs> Anywho, they're very curious they're very I don't know what they're thinking they, I think they think there's something up and uh, you know or they've been uh, certainly this didn't normally happen but maybe it does I don't know I do remember when I uh, and this is t uh, again 
I do remember a time when I uh, got uh, uh, pulled over when I was a delivery driver at night. So when I was a delivery driver late at night, you know, I, I had my interactions with law enforcement over a course of, actually it was like six years, uh, just because I was out late driving around. And sometimes they said, well, you're erratic or what? No, I'm delivering, I'm going over on the other side of the road or something. And of course, going against traffic or whatever. But if, you, uh, if you've ever delivered a country route, which is what I had, a real country route, where I drove 75 miles a night or whatever, <laughs> you're not going to go out of your way to pull in a driveway, do all this other happy horse shit, just so you can get into the right position when you could just head a, be, make a beeline across the road and stop, put it in. But there's always those lurkers out there. And when, when I got closer to town, there was more likelihood of that. But over a course of like, well, six and a half years, I think I probably got maybe about four interactions with cops that were outside of like I got pulled over for speeding one time I got a 62 and a 55 <laughs> and another time when I ran a red well, uh, a stop sign <laughs> not a red light a stop sign uh, on a snowy night so yeah I got two tickets made some made them some money so needless to say though I'm not doing it I'm just standing out I could be just standing here on a phone on a highway, and it, I, I, it's, it's like I said, not even a half mile from my house, and yet, you know, that's not allowed anymore. I guess you can't be out at two o'clock in the morning anymore in this country because you know you may be up to something. Yeah, I'm wearing an orange uh, tank top, by the way. So if I was going to be very uh, <laughs> conspicuous, I couldn't be anymore. I'm wearing something that reflects like all kinds of shit. I mean, I might as well be. <laughs> it's just crazy. The, it's the fact that I have to worry about what I'm dressed, uh, wear, wearing, <laughs> and everything else. But you know, I didn't respond. You know, I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not afraid of cops. I'm not. I'm not afraid. Of I I do, do find it curious. And when people say, why aren't you afraid of cops? It's like I've had, I've had my interactions with them. At one time in my life, yeah, they bothered me. But now I don't give a shit. They they've obviously shown their hands in many places around this country in terms of how they've decided to crack down on people um and i guess that's in indicative of the uh, this whole uh, podcast uh, the talking of uh, how we've had people who will crack down they're cracking down on people's uh freedom to associate freedom to uh convene to converse to style their uh their arguments which is what Bannon ostensibly, in many cases, being uh, a target for because he styled his arguments. I remember him using the phrase heads on pikes and this kind of crap, which, you know, rhetorical flourishes, uh, however you want to per per perceive that. So it's, uh, it's an interesting dynamic that we live in now, and it's going to come to a result. And that's probably the key to this whole situation. It has to come to results, uh, an ending, an end point. You know, unlike, not unlike Jeffrey Epstein came to an end point. Um, and how we decide to uh, rescue this country, this world, as it stands from this tyranny is 
is going to be how we've always uh, survived. And there he goes, the cop, and he's cruising up and down on this highway. <laughs> I haven't changed my move. Last time he stopped me, he, he or like the funny time, I saw him go by before. This was prior to getting him coming over and talking to me. I just, you know, if I was scared of him when I took it off, I just, you know, was there pretty as I please. I guess he thinks because standing outside getting fresh air in the country is somehow bad now. You know, what's what's really in interesting is, meanwhile, in other parts of this country, our government, you know, could be potentially doing a host of nefarious actions to sabotage our food supply, our energy grid. I really do believe, I, I have a hard time not believing that anymore. It's not that I want to believe that. It's not that, you know, it's just based upon just wild speculation. But there's been just so much, so much destruction, you know, so much inanity in, in so little, little backbone shown, you know, when you, when you have a governor of, a, of, of Texas who just, he talks and they had a big cut press conference and what has come of that? Nothing. Um... The governor won't do his job. He's afraid. He's too scared of the state. He's too scared of the government, the federal government. And then you have somebody like Bannon who parked his ass in D.C. when he could have went to Florida or, or wherever. Granted, they would have kicked his door down and dragged him, dragged him off to D.C. if they wanted to. That they they've done that. They went after James O'Keefe for. Supposedly handling Ashley, I think it's Ashley Biden's uh, diary or something, though he didn't publish anything from it. And then you have people, uh, Jack Maxey, who released more and more emails, and and uh, a guy he worked with a guy who released this stuff online, and he's scared, of course, because I don't know where he's at in the world. We don't know how he feels. We've been trying to get the word out. I've done my exposures on the Biden laptop. As deals, as contracts, I just did one of those. There's all kinds of stuff. There's so much dirt there. There's so much. Invest, there's so much that a prosecutor who truly wants to go after crime and stop it could, but hasn't. They won't even. They won't even make the. They won't even make the argument. And yet, I'm supposed to believe in this country. You can get a fair trial, or get a fair shake, or dare I say, go out and get a you know, a decent job and, and pray that you can retire on it at some point or another. And it, it used to be that, the American dream. Well, you have to be asleep to believe it now. That used to be a phrase that George Carlin used. I don't want that to be the case. I think this country has that ability. It has the nature, the resources, the the will, the desire. There's a, There's people that work hard every day. I know when I run into somebody, this uh, one lady who works, she, uh, you know, I, I see her working every day. Um, I'll stop by her shop or go go in, and and uh, yeah, she's doing all the stuff that no, none of these, none of these rich SOBs would ever do. You know, not only running her shop, but going out and, you know, getting the parking lot straightened out, and uh, you know, dumping garbages and, and that kind of stuff, everything, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just your local shop, 
sells gas, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, they do what they can. We have people that just do this over and over. They put in the hard hours. They don't get the, they're not going to live in the lap of luxury. And now we have these uh, condemnable people in D.C. who who are just wrecking this country, uh, wrecking its finances, wrecking its um, its moral integrity, pushing, you know, hiring people to push trans ideology. That is, that is going to just destroy so many young, young people. And we have parents that have, have railed against this, but you're going to have to rail until your breath is gone, until, until you're, uh, um, you're on your knees uh, fighting to the very end because the people that we're up against don't give a fuck. They don't care. They went all in. They know they have the military because we have so many so many despicable human beings who put on that uniform and decided that they wanted to betray this fucking country. And it makes me so sad to know that. How they could ever do that. <clears throat> they don't fight. We have assholes and we're fucking medals and all this other shit and they call themselves a general or an admiral or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves they they think that we're supposed to stand there and kiss their fucking ass so yeah I am upset I'm upset because you know You know, I've seen this country go from a place that I could say, yeah, you know, we have our problems, but we've done some good. We've done things that weren't supposed to have been achievable. And, and we had a heart, and we had a place that people wanted to come to, and they still come to. And then we have these motherfucking cocksuckers in D.C. who just, not a goddamn one of them, are worth anything. I apologize, just, <clears throat> I guess I needed to let that out. There's been, it's been bottled up for a long time. I see, uh, I see many people, and we're, we're trying our best to get the, the voice out, and I just worry that, uh, uh we don't have the resources left, and, um, I don't know if, uh, it's hard just to think, you know, and we're not even, we're not even there yet. You think of the Netherlands and you think of Sri Lanka and you think of all the places on the world that these people are, they're already dying and they're already starving and they're, they can't even, they don't have the weapons and they don't have anything. 
and we have motherfuckers in D.C. who just sit there fat, dumb, and happy, drink their fucking just evil. They're just evil people. And they always say, in the end, good will win out. And it will. But as always, at what price? What price will have to be given? And who will, who will have to, who will have to die in order for that to happen? And how many? And of course, that too achieves these fucking assholes goal because they want as many people to suffer and die and face absolute misery and they take glee from that all I can say is God bring hell on earth to these fucking assholes I I do want them struck down with the, such vengeance for all the things they did to us and all the things they put this world through these last three years two plus years however you want to define it these sons of bitches have done everything they could to to put us under their thumb and do it with a glee and then have have the gall to say that they're doing something to help this world when they are not and that they would do all kinds of antics in order to make that occur. And yet, we have nobody in D.C. who gives a shit about any of this. If they did, they sure as hell should be on the steps screaming every fucking day. And maybe that's maybe there are people out here who continue to think, Oh, you're just being too dramatic about this. It's like, really? Just how, how, how do you get to the point where you can't even stand outside in your country without being, you know, asked your ID every, and you're right next to where you live, and they think you're, like, doing something. How do you get to a point where people who, uh, you know, want to go to a hospital, and they have to go through all kinds of COVID madness and mass hysteria that's been jammed down their throat? And none of this stuff would have ever occurred if it hadn't been for all the propagandizing and all the media and all the, and then the jab itself, which is just what it is, which God only knows. And maybe God will be the only one that'll stop that from occurring the way they want it to. I'm sorry I've gotten so emotional in this broadcast. <sighs> I just, uh, and I feel for Bannon because I know it, 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 I know he has the fire, and but you know when you're in the courtroom, it isn't about, you know, your lawyer is your supposedly your best advocate. <laughs> no, you are your best advocate because the lawyer, at the end of the day, he can walk away from the situation and rub his hands and and go, well, I did my best. On to the next case. Now, many don't, you know, many lawyers dream of being that, 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 uh, uh, vociferous and vigilant advocate for you, but let's be honest, that, that hasn't been the case for so many. 
that they don't they don't morally invest in it because of course, you know, if they do that, then they have to admit to themselves that, uh, uh, you know, they have to assess who they are as a moral person. And many don't live up to the live up to that. And as we found out with our doctors, it's the same way. And we definitely know that with anybody who calls themselves a uh, a member of the agencies or the polit political class and the Wall Street class. So I've been on a ramble. Um, I thank you for those who listen, and I, I've decided I'm going to upload this the way it is because um, I think it's. It shows that there's a lot more underneath um, that maybe I don't necessarily uh, let everybody know about. So have a good night.